This week on the show, you know, the king of break-ins, oh. I'm the Mac and you're the hot girl in love with me, right? Not with you, oh. but yes. Oh, 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 come on. I'll go with the hot girl part anyway. Oh, well, that's fine. And we're profiling the man who did break-in records from the 50s through to the 80s. He has quite a history. What is a break-in record, Daffodil? You don't know? I didn't realize that this was a quiz. Oh, I'm sorry. You ask people questions and they answer in records. Basically, you take clips of songs and turn them into an interview. Yes, a little uh, soundbite manipulation, you could say, these days. It's kind of cool. Okay, let's start off with uh, Dickie Goodman's first and probably one of the most famous. Went number two, 1956, all about a flying saucer on... Cheese, please. Salutes, Dickie Goodman. We interrupt this record to bring you a special bulletin. The reports of a flying saucer hovering over the city have been confirmed. The flying saucers are real. That was the Clatters recording. Too real. We switch you now to our on-the-spot reporter downtown. Come on, baby, let's go downtown. Take it away, John Cameron Cameron. Uh, this is John Cameron Cameron downtown. Uh, pardon me, madam, would you tell our audience what would you do if the saucer were to land? Just back in the hell! Thank you. And now the thin gentleman there. What I'm gonna do is hard to tell. Uh, the gentleman with the guitar, what would you do, sir? Would take a walk down the street. Thank you. We return you now. was the Pelican's Outer Space recording Earth. I've just been handed a bulletin. The flying saucer has just landed. We switch you again downtown. Uh, here we are again. We have with us Professor Sir Cedric Fentingmold of the British Institute. And the professor is approaching a saucer to see if there's possibly any sign of life aboard. Well, I'm sure something. Are you there? I hear you now. That was Lapping Lewis's record, Knocking. This is John Cameron Cameron on the spot. And now I believe we're about to hear the words of the first spaceman ever to land on Earth. Oh, bam, 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 boom. And now here are the ball scores. Four to three, 
Six to two, and eight to one. The impact of seeing the first spaceman has this reporter reeling. Here I go. That was the Clatters again, with their big one, Uh-oh! This is John Cameron Cameron again downtown. The spaceman has returned to his ship and is taking off. We return you now to our studios. The flying saucer has gone. There is no threat of an invasion. However, the flying saucers are still around. not going to interrupt this record. Yes, we are. The flying saucer has landed again. Washington, the Secretary of Defense has just said... That, a shame? that was Skinny Dynamo's record. That's a shame. And this is John Cameron Cameron Part 2. Gathered around me are several of the spacemen. Tell us, have you come to conquer the world? And now would you repeat that in English? Don't want the world to have and hold. Hey, why don't you go back where you came from? Don't be angry and drive me away. We return you now to our studios. Here is a news item from Washington. The president has just issued a statement to the spaceman, and we quote. You can do anything for me, off of my blue suede shoes. That was Pa Gherkin's record, Shoes. We switch you again downtown. This is John Cameron Cameron downtown. Uh, Professor Cedric of the British Institute, tell us, uh, how were the saucers able to land? Where do you see the motor cooled down, the heat went down. That was Huckleberry's recording, the motor cooled down. Uh, this is John Cameron Cameron again. I believe the spaceman has a final parting word. See you later, alligator. We return you now to our studios. The spacemen have gone again, but look to the skies. The saucers will always be there. Always be there. Goodbye, Earth people. Geez, please, with the Dickie Goodman tribute, his first song, Flying Saucer Part 1 and 2, from 1956. Hey, uh, Daffodil, what do you think of that? <laughs> I figured you'd find it funny. <laughs> what? what? That's funny. I know, I know. It's this whole freaking thing. We had to do a little bit of our own, too. Why not? Huh? What are you looking over there? I'm looking for my candy. Oh, why? Oh. I have to open the bag. Okay, let's get back to more breaking records. Frankenstein of 59. And Batman and his grandmother. Now, strangely enough, I thought that there were, was only the one record. You're telling me there's enough Dickie Goodman to do an entire show? Yes. Didn't you figure that out already? No, I just figured it out. Oh, okay. Well, let's play some more Dickie Goodman right here on... Cheese Please Salutes, the amazing Dickie Goodman. They said it couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. Couldn't be done. But now, at last, I've created the Frankenstein Monster. <laughs> this is Count Dracula speaking. The Frankenstein monster has escaped. Don't try to hide. I'm very pleased. We're here in Washington at a special meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, 
the president. Hello, baby. Mr. President, what happens if the monster cannot be stopped? Problems, problems, problems all day long. Army radar has picked up the monster, heading toward Philadelphia. Westbrook Van Eastbrook reporting. We're now here in Philadelphia, where the entire U.S. Army is awaiting the battle of the century. We spotted the monster coming this way. It's Frankenstein. Judge, call my name. The Army has opened fire on the monster. But he still keeps coming. Hold your fire. Dr. Frankenstein's chief assistant is stepping forward. He's, he's trying to speak to the monster. You don't remember me, but I remember you. The monster is attacking him. All efforts to stop Frankenstein have failed. There is only one hope left. I, Count Dracula, will speak to the monster in the only language he understands. Come prima, più di prima, camero. It's no use. Nothing can stop the monster. He's heading into the local television studio. Frankenstein is dancing on bandstand. It looks like all the monster wanted to do was dance with the teenagers. Oh, baby, that's what I like! Of course, the story you've just heard, well... Testing, one, two, three, testing. I read you loud and clear. Um, cheese, please, is so cool. Thanks! Cheese! City sleeps, Batman's grandmother is being kidnapped by the arch-criminal known as the Green Beret. Commissioner Gordon dials the secret number of the Batcave. Holy smoke, Batman, they got your grandmother. <laughs> Quick, Robin, to the Batmobile. Great Scott, Batman! Something's heading right for us! Here it comes! Holy cow, Batman! I've wrecked the Batmobile! Come here, baby. Scratch my back. No time for that now, Robin. Look, Batman! It's the Green Beret and Grandmother! <laughs> I'll save her, Robin. Gee whiz, Batman. What happened? Bang, bang, shut down. Is this the end of Batman? Stay tuned to this record. So far, Batman's grandmother has been kidnapped. Batman has been shot. Robin has had his 19th nervous breakdown. But the best is yet to come. Batman, speak to me. Baby, I can't make it without you. Jumping Jupiter, Batman. Grandmother is kissing the Green Beret. It's a sign of the times. 
Batman, Batman, where are you going? To the bat room, Robin. Well, how was it, Batman? It was Batman, the Green Beret has fallen through that trap door into his own alligator pit. He's a real nowhere man. Once again, Batman and Robin have foiled another arch criminal. Back at the Bat Cave. <laughs> Batman, look at this telegram. Grandmother has been drafted. Cheese, please, with Dickie Goodman and Batman and his grandmother. Apparently, uh, she's a tough cookie. Yeah, before that, we had Frankenstein of 59. Oh, yes. Dickie Goodman, wonderful person. Playing all these making records on the Cheese Please Dickie Goodman special. Uh, well, you quit looking at me that way. Really? Well, I mean, really, I have to look at you that way when you act that way. <laughs> Come on, I'm all excited, Dickie Goodman. I, I, I'm playing clips like Dickie Goodman does on his records. Just, I'm trying to get into the mood, Daffodil, and you're really killing it. I am not. Yes, you are. Dickie Goodman was pretty cool. Why? Oh, really? You have some information on him? Well, the Flying Saucer Part 1 and 2 was created in 1956. Yes, I know about that. They were sued for copyright infringement. Oh, ouch. By Orson Welles and company. Yes. Um, They settled out of court. Oh, okay. And then it was finally really officially released. Yes. Um... Sorry. Why? That's a fly caught in my throat. Oh, that's okay. Um, flies around the van, though. And it was his best successes were when he was co-writing with Bill Buchanan. Oh, yes. Bill Buchanan, Buchanan, and Goodman. Yes. I forgot um, to say that. You did. Yes. He also did some other work for other acts. Oh, really? Yeah. John and Ernst Superfly meets Shaft, for Oh, example. okay. And he also produced an act called Glass Bottle. Oh, he created the band as an advertising ploy to promote glass bottles. Really? Because they were going out of fashion when they started using plastic bottles. Oh, I didn't know that. And it, one of those songs, I Ain't Got Time Anymore, actually hit the top 40. I remember the group The Glass Bottle, but I didn't know he was involved in that. He was a record company executive at one point for Roulette Records, wasn't he? Or a record company executive, anyway. Universe? Uh, his own record label? That could be. Um... In 1975, he parried the movie Jaws. Okay. With the song Mr. Jaws. Yes. That was actually his biggest selling record. It made gold disc. Ah. Cool. But right now, we're going to play Luna Trip from 1969. Right here on... Cheese Please Salutes, Dickie Goodman. Hello, people of Earth. This is the man in the moon. You didn't see me when you landed on my world, but I have a message for... Walter Funkite at Mission Control, downtown Earth. Here with me are astronauts Armstrong, Aldrin, and Collins. Uh, what was the first thing you saw when you set foot on the moon? Oh, me Israelites. That's very funny. Brussels Walter Funkite. Who cares? 
Uh, Mr. Armstrong, what would you say was the strangest thing you saw on the moon? A boy named Sue. A boy named Sue? Uh, Colonel Aldrin, from the samples you took, uh, what did you find that the moon is made of? Colonel Collins, how did it feel to be the only one left in the command module? And Colonel, what were you doing while the others were down there on the moon? Mr. Moonman, were you afraid when you saw the lunar module approaching? No, I was. <laughs> what were you thinking when you saw our astronaut planting the American flag on your moon? I've got to call this man Father. This is Walter Funkite. Oh, shut up, Walter. And just what does that mean, wise guy? Guess it's time for the judgment day. Gentlemen, what did you miss most being so many miles away from Earth? I'm with you, man. Uh, could you tell us scientifically uh, how the return flight was accomplished? I can tell you that. What goes up? Uh, now that you're back on Earth, what will you be doing? Working on a sweet baby, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brussels Walter Funkite signing off with the playing of my theme song. We are here at the White House for a special report on the energy crisis. Mr. President, have you any statement? Mr. President, what really caused the energy crisis? In the During the crisis, how much gas will motorists be allowed? Just enough for the Who do you believe the gas shortage will affect most? Mr. President, the crisis must be solved. What do you intend to do? Keep on playing those mind games. With me now is the head of the Federal Energy Office. Sir, you hold an important position. What are your qualifications? I'm a joker, I'm a smoker, I'm a midnight toker. Mr. President, have you anything to add? Here with me is the new Vice President, Chevy Ford. Sir, how would you sum up the gas shortage? We have a long-distance call from Saudi Arabia. King Faisal, is that you? Hello, it's me. King Faisal, what are your thoughts when you look out at all those oil wells? You're beautiful and you're mine. I have gold in my ear of Israel on the other phone. What should I tell her? Won't you tell her that I love her? Mr. President, have you any added comment? Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Mr. President, the American people are waiting. Have you a statement? I'm on top of the world again. Down on creation. We'd like to continue this record on the energy crisis. But we have just run out of energy.
Yeah, but uh, we haven't. No, we're full of energy. Yeah, I tell you, this whole Dickie Goodman thing is crazy. Uh, energy crisis 1974-ish for Dickie Goodman. And before that, we had Luna Trip from 1969 with Dickie Goodman. He really seemed to pick up on all the different things that were going on in politics and stuff and make a song about it. I tell you, we're, we're, we're doing a bit of a mini chronology. Chronolo chronology. Thank you. Thank you. Of Dickie Goodman, we started out Flying Saucer Part 1 and 2, 56. Frankenstein, 59. Batman and his grandmother, 66. Luna Trip, 69. And 74 with the energy crisis so far. I, he made so many great records that we can't put them all here. We had to pick and choose. Oh, it was hard. It was hard, but I thought, you know, let's do this chronological thing. And and shortly we'll have his last one he ever did coming up. But now... Yes. Oh, hit, this one hit, like, top five, 1975. Oh, oh hold it, Daffodil. You gotta, I gotta kill time, right? No, we're done killing time. No, you sure? Yes, I want, I'm sure. I want to kill time. I killed time. Oh, good. Now play Mr. Jaws. Okay, right here on... Cheese, please. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl's swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Darn, oh my! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. Please. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? How sweet it is. Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? With me now is the local sheriff. Sheriff Brody, the shark will be back for lunch. What do you intend to do? Just arriving is oceanographer Matt Hooper. Sir, if someone is attacked by a shark, what should they do? We are going aboard the fishing boat of Captain Quint. Captain, will you be able to catch this giant shark? Thank you, Captain. Captain, Captain, Captain. When you catch one of these sharks, what do you feel like? Like a rhinestone cowboy. We've just sighted the shark again. He's coming straight for us. Captain Quint is shouting something at him. Get your baby one of these nights. Hey, Jaws, the captain says he's going to catch you. What do you think of that? Uh-oh, here he comes again. They've hit him. Mr. Jaws, why doesn't anything seem to hurt you? Big boys don't cry. Big boys don't cry. He's coming right onto the boat. Mr. Jaws, why are you grabbing my hand? Wouldn't you give your hand to a friend? No, wait. Mr. Jaws, that's not the way this record is supposed to end. Help! Probably his most famous one other than Flying Saucer, Mr. Jaws, Dickie Goodman, 1975, hit top five, and uh, well, it's just a great record, right Daffodil? I like it. Right, my name is Snarf Dude. And this is Daffodil. Hot girls in love. On this week's edition of Cheese Please with the Dickie Goodman special. It's been a slice. Oh, I, I tell you. I don't know. It's just, 
I, I haven't heard so many edits since I really screwed up the show and uh, had to fix it. And it took me days to fix it. You remember that time, Daffodil, I was slaving over a hot computer? You were slaving over a hot computer? Yes, and, and, and I just... All these edits aren't mine, they're, they're on the record, but uh, I just... Well, there's a few of them that were mine. I'm sorry, I just... I had to get a few edits in there. I, I want to be like Dickie Goodman! Obviously. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so fun! Records answering... And uh, I'm the Mac, man! I'm Mac Daddy on the show this week. And you're a hot girl in love with me, right? Not with you. Oh, 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 that's no fun. Just a hot girl. Oh, well, I don't think you're going to argue that point, are you? No. No, of course not. Anyway, we're... Wait! <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. We're, this was this is cheese, but he's a little more wacky, warped, and weird than usual. <laughs> Just a bit. Uh, you think this is bad or something? No, I, I didn't say it was bad. What are we playing? What, oh, what are we ending off the show with? We're ending off the show with a set uh, into the 80s with Dickie Goodman. Dickie Goodman had a couple in the 80s. Uh, just before he passed, he did his last one called Safe Sex Report. Yeah, he died in 1989. Yes, and uh, he, he sort of, uh, I don't think, did he ever do one on Star Trek? Um, he did one on King Kong. Yes. Um, okay. He did some Watergate stuff. But he did one on Star Wars. He did The Untouchables. Yes, but he did one on Star Wars. See, Star Wars was really big. Yes. At we're, that point. So we're ending off the show. We're starting it off this set with Return to the Jedi Returns of the Jedi Returns. Until next week, folks. Have fun. Stay cheesy. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Cheese Please. The Empire has finally been defeated. Well, R2-D2, what do you have to say? There's Luke Skywalker. Luke, when the evil emperor fell to his death, what were his last words? And when the Death Star blew up, what did it sound like? Here's Princess Leia. A princess, now that this great battle is over, what do you feel like? C-3PO, as a robot, what is your opinion of Princess Leia? Here come the Ewoks. Hey, Ewoks, what are you guys doing? There's Chewbacca the Wookiee. Chewbacca, now that the Empire has been destroyed, what are your thoughts? Han, Han Solo, what did Chewbacca say? He said, Wait, what's that sound? The Emperor is alive! Hey, Emperor, when did you get back? And what are you here for? But, Emperor, then why are you grabbing me? Wait! Stop! Help! Get me out of here! Help! Wait! Stop! We suck! Nobody has to know about this! Hey, we're cool with that. Oh, don't look so shocked. Cheese We interrupt this program for a special report on safe sex. With me is President Reagan. And Mr. President, why are you here? And how did you find out about this important crisis? And just who do you think started the rumor? Oh, Mr. President, safe sex is not a rumor. 
Tell us exactly, what have you been doing about this crisis? When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall. And why are you doing this? I'm doing it all for my baby. Joining me is the First Lady. And Mrs. Reagan, how do you feel about what the President just said? With me now is the Surgeon General. A doctor, since no sex is the safest, what should we do instead? And in your opinion, when is the best time for this? When Doctor, can you tell us who first discovered no sex? And doctor, before no sex was discovered, what did we have? We are going out on the street now. Excuse me, sir. What is your opinion of no sex? It's all right. And you, over there, what is your opinion? It's all right. And you, running by. I just can't stop. Back to you, doctor. One last question. Doctor, what is the one word for unsafe sex? <laughs> Does anybody have anything else to say? No? Well, I guess this record is over. Wrapping up another weekly episode of The Wacky, The Warped, and The Weird. Cheese Please was originally created by Snarf Dude and Moondog, but produced each week by Snarf Dude and Daffodil for Scott Snail and Productions. Drop by the website anytime online at www.cheezeeplezee.com. I'm Uncle Skeeter, reminding you it's great you can be happy, but it's nowhere as fun as being cheesy. Cheesy.